fellow Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters, listeners and friends, you're very welcome to the Talk Show for Talkers here on irishtalkers.com. You can find us on the interweb as irishtalkers.com. You can email us at info at irishtalkers.com and uh, we'd love to hear from you. And you can find us on Facebook as the Talk Show for Talkers. My name is Moira O'Brien and I'm joined this week, as always, by the jovial Mr. James Finnegan. And this week is our interview week, so I'm going to hand over to James to introduce our interviewee. Over to you, James. Thank you, Moira. Today I'm delighted to say that we have Maura Meany with us. Maura is the Immediate Past Division Director. She's a member of Shannon Club and has just been named District 71 Toastmaster of the Year and one of at the recent Humorous Speech and Table Topics contest. There was a wonderful, spontaneous standing ovation for her for this achievement. Good morning, Maura. How are you today? Good morning, James. I'm very well, thank you. Thank you so much for taking your time to, to speak to us today. Tell me, Maura, how, um, how long have you been a member of Toastmasters and where did you start off? I joined Toastmasters in October 2010 in Cork Toastmasters Club in Division A. Uh, so a long way from home in, in Division B. So I joined Cork Toastmasters Club largely because two reasons, really. I was at a loose end. I had just finished doing college part time and I was looking for something to keep my brain a bit active and meet people. But moreover than that, as part of my college, I had to do presentations. And one presentation in particular, I remember it was actually early Irish history and it was St. Columbanus. And I gave the presentation and completely flunked it. I had not a clue about how to go about giving a presentation. And after the presentation, I was really, really upset. I was inside in the canteen and all my friends were coming over to me and they were saying, let's don't worry about it. You know, we'll burn an effigy of Colin Bannis on the quad in UCC if it makes you feel better. But I swore that night that that was never again going to happen to me. So when I finished college and at that loose end, I thought, you know what? I have the time to do it now. Let's go along to a meeting. And that's what took me there. My first meeting, I can remember being really warmly welcomed by members, some of who have passed on since and some who are still involved in Cork Toastmasters Club and I can remember the lovely warm welcome I got and I fitted in right away I actually fitted in I suppose I was in the club about two weeks when a gentleman by the name of Miles Kerrigan said to me I'm giving you a topic tonight I'll make it an easy one but be warned you're getting the topic and that was really the start of my journey in Toastmasters. That's wonderful Moira and how long were you a member in Cork? I was a member in Cork up to 2018. Um, I was living in Cork at the time and working in Cork at the time. And at the time I joined, I really didn't have any great sense that I was going to move anywhere else other than Cork. But in 2018, I took the opportunity, I suppose, I had put in for a transfer with work. And I was given the opportunity through work to come back up to Shannon. So... I moved block, stock and three smoking barrels, as they say, and moved back up to Shannon. And I, I suppose one of the most immediate things I did when I moved back up to Shannon was join Shannon's Toastmasters. And again, I would say the welcome, the friendship, 
and it has been a great way for me to get to know people in the community and beyond. What roles do you hold, hold in the Shannon branch or the Shannon Club at the moment, Maura? Which roles? Yeah. Um, I am currently VPE in the Shannon Club. Um, I have been holding roles over the last couple of years, so I've been president and I've been sergeant at arms. Um, but VPE this year, and it is it is a totally different ball game, I think, to the other roles. It is quite time intensive at times, and it's a busy role. But I am actually enjoying this. It's a great way of getting to know members because you're you know constantly on to, mem- on to members to know you know when you do a role for me, when you do a speech for me. And you are actually getting to know them. You're actually getting to know where they are on, on the Pathways Educational Programme. And you're supporting them, kind of mentoring them as you're going along. Not in an official mentor capacity, but as part of your role as VPE, I think it is a kind of, um, it is really very much an add-on, but it's a part of it that I really enjoy. I and think... hopefully my expertise will help somebody else along the way. But I think that's one of your great strengths, more is that you, have always been that encouraging person behind the scenes. And of course, last year, as Division Di- Division B director, you really pulled out all the stops because you were a bit shy in terms of numbers with uh, area director. Tell us a bit about your experience last year. Uh, my experience last year was actually a brilliant experience. I wouldn't change it. Having said that, I think I was probably slightly mad to take on what I took on. Now, when I took on the role of division director, I had no idea that I was also going to end up as acting director for Area 17, Area 13 and Area 24. No idea. Would I have done it if I had not? Probably. Yeah, I'm I'm one of these people. I, I'll take something on or I'll, I'll say yes and then worry about the consequences later on. It was very busy. It was a very, very busy role because as well as trying to keep up my division work, I was also trying to keep the three areas going, which meant visiting clubs in the three areas, which meant organising twice in the year, organising four contests back to back. So for the three areas and then for the division and just organising them back to back. That was extremely demanding. And I would say that after the international speech, the division international speech contest, I was absolutely exhausted. But I was also exhilarated because I just thought, okay, that's it. I've done. It was, I suppose, made a lot easier by the fact that there was a core group of people within the division who always put their hand up and said yes. And that made my life a lot easier. It was exciting. It was, it really brought out my kind of leadership style and my, my leadership ability, I suppose. And really what it was, James, I just got on with it. Once I knew what was ahead of me, I just thought, right, this is the deck of cards I've been dealt and this is what I have to run with. And I knew then I could either say this is going to be a struggle or I can enjoy this. So I chose to enjoy it. And even with the exhaustion at the end of the contest and trying to get clubs and areas over the line on the Distinguished Club programme, I look back now and I would say it was one of my probably most challenging times in Toastmasters that goes without saying but it was also one of the best experiences in Toastmasters. Of course you had uh, another handicap that you kindly never talk about that the one area director you did have was me. I had one area director which was you and in fairness James you just took that on and you were on your own. 
because <laughs> I felt I didn't give you the support that you needed or that you could have done with. And quite literally, this is what it was down to. I hadn't the time. But I also know that James Finnegan is a very capable, enabled person. So I wasn't worried about Area 36. I knew it was being taken care of. And that was such a relief to me and such a... It was great for me to know that I didn't have to worry about it. Well, thank you for that, Moira. Your your check is in the post. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) So you've faced all these challenges and you've taken it on. Is there anything in Toastmasters that you would change? That's a big question. Uh, there's probably a few things. Um, I I do think we need to recognise people more for the volunteer service that they give. The, the volunteer service is time-consuming and demanding, and most of us also have full-time jobs outside what we do for Toastmasters, which can be, and certainly in the case that I had last year, was a full-time job. And it's not saying that... You don't get the support, but I do think it's nice for somebody to every now come along and say, you're doing a brilliant job. Thank you so much for doing that brilliant job. Is there any way I can help you? And I think we need to do more of that. I suppose the other big thing I'd change, which is well outside our remit and which we have no control over. But I I do think I would change aspects of the Pathways Educational Programme. And I think I would bring back the printed versions of them. There are just two things I can think of. And why the printed version? I think people still love having a book in their hand. They still love having a record in their hand of what they've done. And they know what they're moving on to. So that's something I think that I would change. But as I said well above my pay grade you've got you've got a pay grade oh my god <laughs> yeah the balance is zero 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 so Maura with all your successes with all your achievements what keeps you coming back to Toastmasters I spoke a little bit earlier about fitting in I think when I joined Toastmasters first and after I got over I suppose the initial nervousness of public speaking I realised I fitted in. And I suppose this was a bigger thing for me in two senses. First of all, when I joined Toastmasters, even though I'd been to college and all, my confidence wouldn't have been great. And it gave me a way to build my confidence, not just in public speaking, but because I've taken on so many leadership roles. I think the leadership element of Toastmasters has really benefited me big time. And I I would go as far as to say it has got me where I am in life. The other thing I would say is, as many of you know, I have a vision and hearing impairment. And I suppose when I joined Toastmasters, as well as looking for something to keep my brain active, I was looking for somewhere to fit in, for somewhere that I would feel accepted just for who and what I was. And one thing I love about Toastmasters is that's exactly what happens. I believe you could come into Toastmasters standing on your head and you would still be accepted. There would be no there would be no negative to it. You would just be accepted. You would be helped to get onto your speeches. You'd be helped to get onto the leadership. And what for me, it was really a thing of, it wasn't more with division and hearing impairment. It was more a meaning doing her Toastmasters stuff. And that was pretty much a new experience for me. So that's the kind of thing that makes me come back, because if that applies to me, it also applies to others. And what I love to see 
year in, year out, are people, new people coming to the club who, for whatever reason, have great confidence, who we don't know, maybe suffering with issues around belonging and, and acceptance, and who can hardly speak a word, who stand at the podium and their knees are shaking and their hands are nearly white from holding the lectern. And seeing those people blossom within a couple of months. I certainly know that was my experience and I've watched other members having that similar experience. And I think that's what I love. I love watching people. I love seeing how they blossom. I love seeing how they get on in life because of what Toastmasters has given them. And outside of that, I suppose, let's be a little bit, um, well, I don't know what the word is, but I would have to say also that it gives me a chance to do my thing, to get up there and do my speeches, to do the leadership roles, to, for me personally, it gives me a life outside of my paid employment. It gives me a purpose and it gives me something I really enjoy. So they'd be all the reasons I keep coming back. There's probably a load more, but they would be the two big ones in my head. But more that they're lovely reasons and where the benefit of you coming back to us. Just very briefly, Maura, you did a wee adventurous item yourself earlier this year. Would you care to share that story with us? I did, James. And I, as you can see, I'm still smiling as a result of us. So earlier this year, I got a chance to drive a car. Now, for most people, that's nothing major. But a bit like that, when you're, you've limited vision, driving isn't something that's either advisable or something that you should do and I actually thought I would never get that chance to drive a car I always wanted to drive a car and I can tell you when I was a teenager I was quite strappy about why couldn't I drive a car but over time I accepted yeah this wasn't going to happen so earlier this year the Vision Sports Ireland uh, Mandela Park and Rally Ireland had an initiative called Zero Limits Driving and myself and my best friend went off down to Mandelo Park and I got to drive a car. Uh, yeah, it was dual, dual control car, a little hybrid. I sat behind the wheel of the car and drove it. And while I mightn't have been the best driver in Ireland, because remember, it was only my first lesson, um, I mightn't have been the best driver in Ireland, but I really, really enjoyed the experience. I was actually shaking when I got out of the car. I was so overwhelmed by the, the gravity of what I had done. You know, it was just, me saying oh wow I've driven a car and even if I repeat that experience which I may do in the future I don't think anything will compare to that first time so now I can say I've ticked that item off my bucket list I have driven a car and I'm very happy that I've driven a car now having said that I still wouldn't let myself loose around the streets of Ireland mightn't be <laughs> such a good idea or alternatively more it might be a very good idea <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so very much for your time today. So join me in thanking Maura Meany, the 2023 District 71 Toastmaster of the Year, an exceptional lady and a woman of substance and adventure. Thank you very much, Maura. Thank you very much, James. Thank you for the opportunity. James Finnegan was talking there with our guest, Maura Meany. Thank you, James. Thank you, Maura. That's it for this week. Do join us again next week when we will have our fortnightly magazine show. And 
it's goodbye from myself, Moira Ebran, and from James. See you next week.